0: Get it. live from an apocalypse that is vastly becoming Michael Richards losing it on stage tempo <laughs> this is state of the game I'm the Keith David of this operation I hold this true my co-host every week has so many Twitter burner accounts they're all dedicated to the greatness of Eminem the legacy of Eminem <laughs> So, if you have any problems or ever have had problems with Eminem, uh, K. Diggy, thank you for being here. Uh, Yeah. We have with us, as a guest this week, a master. A master of the typing and the talking. (laughs) Cinemasi. We're talking about Dylan Green. He's here to lend us his brilliance, but also as partially i brought him on here as a therapist to try and convince me to be less emotional when i check pitchfork every day
1: (laughs) god damn
0: that's where this shit has to start you because i i'm very emotional when i check pitchfork you you've written 22 articles if i'm not mistaken oh
2: wow you got the number (laughs) yeah
0: okay
1: thorough here
0: I don't do lots of research, but I do research that doesn't pay off. So, (laughs) um, But yes, you did the Vince Staples. And I'm so, I have such a, like, I have such baggage with with Pitchfork that, like, I remember my first thoughts on you were like, it's not bad. You know, I was like, that wasn't like the first, but then I was reading your shit other places and like, oh, this guy's good. Like, you know, when I was free of the environment of it um so i was gonna ask you uh, i would i have to ask you when you're writing something for pitchfork yeah they're completely out of your control correct Is
2: you that- said the
3: scores
0: yeah the score
2: nah okay but first, first of all thank you for the intro that was a crazy intro i appreciate that Two, you're giving me more Rowdy Rowdy Piper than Keith David, and I'm just thinking about that because I, I like, I'm, I'm, I'm always thinking about They Live because I love that movie. Third, so um, I think people have talked about this a bunch, but it's really like, it's like a collaboration between um, the editors and the writers. Like they, uh, um, we pitch like a range. Okay. And then they pick from that, it's, it's, it's collaborative in that way it's like i'm not the first person to say that either so like for a second i thought i might get in trouble but i'm people have talked about this a lot this is but yeah, yeah so that's 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 what that means <laughs>
0: better. that's better than like my the greatest fear was that you just wrote the thing and then they gave it like a 2.9 and you were like oh well i said nice things that sucks <laughs> um so that's good you know, uh, I,
2: you, you know i can't speak for other people but like that's that's um that's usually how mine go i uh you know i um i talk with people about the ratings and sometimes there's a little sometimes there's a little conflict sometimes i have to sometimes i have to concede sometimes they have to concede you know it, it depends but you know you know shout out sh- shout out to conde nast paychecks <laughs>
0: one shout time out <laughs> shout out to them shout out to the big checks man i, I would just say um it also k diggy he has a 19 episodes in on real notes.
2: We just published number 20 today.
0: 20. My statistics, I'm throwing them away.
2: Nah, bro, you're all good. Don't even trip.
0: (laughs) But uh, but no, he's a great guest. Prem Rock was on an episode. Haven't listened to that yet. Shout out to Prem. I had to listen to one of my favorite writers in, in, in hip hop musicdom. You had Yo Phillips on.
2: my 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 fucking brother son that's 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 the guy
0: so happy to hear uh to hear yo i've been following him for for so long and just loved his writing on dj booth before they became audio mac Uh, right yeah no yeah
2: yeah man yo's incredible you know like i there really isn't enough great things for me to say about him we uh we, like, shared, like, he found some of my stuff when I first was, like, getting started, like, back in, like, the early, like, like the mid-2000s, or not getting started, but, like, mm. in, like, the mid-2010s, and then, like, and then I joined the DJ booth staff, and he was like, oh, wow, you're here, and um and then we, we didn't meet for the first time until last year, like, in person, we, well, we both went to Tulsa, Oklahoma, to go check out, um we, we were invited out there to see the making of the fire and little Africa album shout out to all the fire and little Africa shout out to all, they're all amazing. They had us out there on some revenge of the dreamer shit. It was beautiful. And uh, you know, like yo is, he's a man of mystery. He doesn't like photos. He's just like, and I, I, like, he's just an incredible writer. So the fact that he even wanted to.
0: Connects like spiritually to the things he's talking about Mm -hmm. in a way that's really special. And and DJ booth at its height was a real, that was a real elite squad.
2: Appreciate um, you, man. We 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 were trying really hard over there, and and you know like I like I'm so happy to see everybody who was there like moving as beautifully as they have been. You know like Donna's got the book of Mac, and Yo right. has um um Yo Yo was working with Holland on rap portraits. Like right, so right. many so so many of my people are just like we're 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 blasting off right now, and I'm happy. To, I'm, I'm grateful to be a part of it.
0: Shout out to Donna Claire, she was yeah excellent editorial stuff, man. Uh, yes but you you are also so that's been fun and it's it's a very good hang the, the podcast it's not it's not like tightly structured or anything it's a very good conversational deal right appreciate that so much yeah no i'm, I'm i enjoy it and, and it's been a good spread of guests as well uh, underground people and and writers and different different ends of it so i'm glad to see it taking footing here
2: appreciate that yeah yeah that was the whole idea i just wanted to have my own platform to talk about two things i love like my name has been cinema side for like almost a decade and i really hadn't had the opportunity to combine these two things like rap and film and i was just like fuck it i'm gonna just do it reached out to my boy flowers he hooked me up with the art design Uh, my home girl j words shout out to j words she gave me the intro beat like yeah people like people were so supportive before i even like put the idea out and the reception has been like the fact that anybody cares, like the fact that y'all reached out to me, like even about like the newsletter, cause that's just been something that's like a passion of mine too. Just cataloging. Like, so like, yeah. thank you just like for even giving a shit, you know, like, you know, you know, like this is like, we do, we do this for each other. So yeah. I'm happy to yeah. be here.
0: My superpower is relentlessness. Uh, and so <laughs> I, I care so much. Uh, but I would say the, uh, it's, it's, it's been cool because my knowledge of artistic stuff is that there's always wor- worlds that dip into each other in like these extreme ways. Uh, <laughs> when I was in the slam poetry scene, everyone knew everything about stand-up comedy. Like, everyone. Uh, wow. And everyone was outside talking about comedians and their, their new specials and their acts and all this stuff because at the end of the day they were alone on the stage in the same manner right like so they felt connected in that sense um, and so if you're world building on your album like there's no way you don't apply that to watching movies um, and so it's i i love that i love hearing artists talk about story in that and in, and in, in out of their typical way
2: Yeah, that's so important because like all art informs all other art, you know, like, like it's impossible. It's impossible for music to not be in conversation with film. Like, at least for me, it isn't, you know, like it's impossible for those. It's impossible for music to not be in conversation with film. It's impossible for like art. It's impossible for like painting to not be in conversation with sculpture. Like all these, like, just like we take in all these outside influences, bro. And like, And like regard regardless of whether or not we think that's like like the shit imprints on us like even as we get older and our brains just kind of harden and shit like the shit it it imprints on everything. So um, I'm always interested in kind of diving into those cracks wherever I can and you know like just like nobody else wanted to nobody else wanted to pay me to talk to people about their favorite movies for two hours. So I said fuck it, let's go. I'm gonna do it
3: myself.
0: (laughs) And and that's why like it it's. When someone says, like, what is the best movie ever, I kind of redirect the question and give them my favorite movie ever.
2: That's that, that's a
0: great, a great way to go. Absolutely. Because movies, like, they become too personal, right? On, like, your relationship to a movie, after you've watched it so many times, is, you can't be objective anymore and say, you know, cinematography is far better than the other films by this dra- It's just, it's drilled into you it's a part of you right like um, so yeah I, I mean my my favorite movie of all time is 1961's the hustler
1: wow yeah
0: all newman piper Laurie. Uh, yeah and and it's it it's a very deep kind of personal thing it was my father's favorite movie for mm-hmm. very specific reasons um And the more I learned about it, the more I learned about him (laughs) and the more I learned about me and the more I learned about the trajectory of my family is kind of in that movie. See, Uh, It starts out in Oakland where he's from. It just, it's all, it's all there. Um, It's weird, but yeah. Yeah,
2: but, But like those connections are what makes the thing so important, you know? Like that's why, like, that's why we talk about movies the way we do, not even just because they're entertaining, but because like, you learn something about someone from watching a movie you know like it's kind of like since we're talking about parents i kind of um my father and i have a similar relationship with uh, the movie carmen jones i'm not sure if y'all oh, ever shit.
3: seen carmen jones that's like, yeah that's yeah. one that's
2: He's one cool. of his favorite movies ever and we watch oh. that shit once a year like if i'm with him on the holidays we watch it once a year like if yeah. my sister's here that's like our family movie that we watch every year and like oh. just to see him like he always like gets giddy at the same parts yeah. and we always sing the same songs and just like, right. just, like it's like, just watch Harry Belafonte lose his mind at the end. And just like, oh. it's like, you know, like those experience, those experiences, like you can't really separate those from film either. And like, I've kind of moved like, I don't want to say I've moved past objectivity when it comes to stuff like that, but it's like, it's all about that balance of like being able to appreciate the ob- the objective beauty of something or or unbeauty of it, but just be like, this shit makes me feel good. You know, like I have this connection because of like my parents or like I had my first kiss to this movie or, you know, like, or, you yeah. know, like I fucking like. Even even something as crazy as like, I was watching this movie and I had to go take the biggest shit of my life and I'll never forget it because like, yeah. because like it happened 45 minutes into the dark night or something like yeah. that, right? Yeah. Like, like all of those moments are like important because that's, it's just tied to that. I, I don't know. It's just tied to that experience. I'm not even trying to like lecture. Or I nothing. came in okay.
0: five minutes late to Snakes on a Plane and the plot was over. <laughs>
3: The plot see,
0: was fine. We were just snakes on a plane the rest of the way. I was like, wow.
3: Yeah. Like, That's,
0: and yeah. it works for the most yeah. part. Like, it's, yeah. it's,
2: like, it's fun. It's, it's, it's not like, it's not perfect. There's issues with it, but like, it's fun. And as long as you're having fun, you know, like, and like, like, especially if you see it like in a theater, like you're going to be paying like $20, $30. Like if you, you know, you want to get, you want to get your money, unless you're going on like a $6 Tuesday or something. Right.
0: No, and, and yeah, the the other one for me, my babysitter, back in the day, there nobody cared about screen time. She was just showing stuff, just entertain these kids <laughs> until the pickup. So, and she showed us Barry Gordy's "The Last Dragon." Wow! And I was like, "Whoa!" And like I was just like, "Again, again!" You know, I just loved it. And so I was like, me and my friends were like the only kids in Maine repping this movie. For- <laughs>
2: That's incredible.
0: So, like, um, Busta comes out in the video, and we're like, "I know what that is." These other people don't know, but I know what that is. Uh, it was, it's just, and it was great because it keeps going in hip hop. There keeps being more shown off, and 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 that that movie lives.
2: Right, yo. Before before we get too off track, Kay, what's your favorite movie? I want to know.
1: <laughs> I mean, I I really like. Uh, Punch Drunk Love by Wes Anderson.
2: No, nah, it's Paul Thomas
1: Anderson, but either Paul way, Thomas was- Anderson, yes, please, please. yes, my fault. Mm-hmm. I always get no, te- no, no, no. Te- uh, yes, that and surprisingly, like, I, I'm really a big fan of Soul Plane, too. That's like my guilty pleasure movie. That's good. See, I'm the same way,
2: I just re watched it for the first time in years, like earlier this Loved year, it. yo. Honestly, like when when they get to the airport and they make it to and, and and they make it to um uh the Malcolm Terminal X or like the Malcolm X Terminal, like I, I die every time. Like the
1: movie so <laughs> fucking stupid. I, but I mean, the talent in that movie too is. I mean, that was some of the premier comedy talent for the for the time. Mm-hmm. And we I don't think we've seen a movie with that much concentrated comedic talent in sense, since Soul Plan. So. like i want to
2: say the closest that it kind of comes (laughs) like um you ever see death at a funeral the remake of death at a funeral yes
1: okay with chris rock Yes. that
2: movie's incredible i like once again incredibly stupid but like just (laughs) like it like it really gives me that like it really gives me that like that like i don't want to say sophisticated because i hate that fucking word but like it gives me that like it gives you that like 60s, 70s, like ensemble comedy vibe. That's just like everything is like really, really goofy, but in a modern context, like it doesn't feel yes. like dated at all. It's just like, it's just like a whole bunch of people. Like the story is really simple. It's just a whole bunch of people running around a <laughs> house like running around a house trying to like make sure everything's good for the father's funeral and everyone has their own like hang-ups and motives and then you got James Hartston who's fucking flying off Molly the whole movie like it's just, right. it's just and, then, and then and then fuck it. it's just so good man like <laughs> it makes me feel good when I watch it
1: exactly
0: I'll never forget the national conversation around Soul Plane when it came out because it was like a big moment for a, for a lot of people where they realized like Because Soul Plane came out and there was instant conversation of like, this movie is setting back Black people years. And I remember at the time just earmarking it being like, that's a lot of pressure to put on a movie. It is. That's that's not something we say about other movies from white people or from other, this is, that is particularly, earmark this. This is something you need to think about uh, in the future. A,
2: you're absolutely right and like it's it's like i like i've had to grapple with the fact that it's like not a very good movie but i just enjoy watching it so fuck. absolutely it, you know? like it's it's like and like you can't even say it's inoffensive because it's like very offensive but like but, but, but like, I, you know like it's it's, it's all, like, like i love it as like a relic of its time you know like i remember i remember when it came out and then like when the boondocks did the parody of it and just mm-hmm. like kind of like having it be in conversation with that and like you know, like, which was, like we were talking about before with the memories, like those memories will forever be attached to that. And, you know, like, totally. even, even if it doesn't age well, like, <laughs> fuck it, you know, like those right. those memories are ours and they made us feel good. And, you know, like as long yeah. as, as long as it didn't lead to somebody like getting like physically hurt, you know, like you can keep those forever. So totally. fuck
0: it. no, and, I mean, it's, it's beautiful. And, and so these you, you've been running the new music uh, Friday, you know, mm-hmm. letter. Getting everything together in one place—it's uh, been beautiful. I, I immediately sent it to to Kate Diggy to be like, "You need absolutely this, this is excellent, thank uh, you." Man. And so we, I let you curate this, and and I, when you sent me the pics, I was like, "He knows state of the game." This because <laughs> we love taking three albums that don't connect to each other. And just putting them together and enjoying the contrast, drinking deeply <laughs> of the
3: contrast.
0: And this is absolutely three three winners, right? We're talking about Ken Carson, Project X, mm-hmm. ESTG, uh, bigger than life and death. I believe. Than life.
1: Uh,
0: and Dave, we're all alone in this together. Uh, so very divergent. We're we're talking about and and estg the internet tells me that estg stands for everybody shine together and then the g is george if that is indeed what this is and his name means everybody shine together george that's one of the most disappointing acronyms i've seen in- <laughs> okay. by the time you get to the heart of that you're like He's, okay, trying be, yeah. he's trying to be, positive and
2: shit. Yeah.
3: Come on, like,
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my gosh! But uh. Louisville has the sound. He's from Kentucky, right? He's yes, he yep, he, he's yeah. From, he's in the market at, at this point. It's that's cool. Um, he's from Jack
2: I, Harlow town, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's well, Jack Harlow kind of, in ways, he has some break sound going on in, in yeah. his world too, um, but. This is more ESTG. Is was straight up in my wheelhouse, right? Ten Seventeen Brick Squad vibes,
2: right, uh, right, right.
0: You know, cash Money vibes. Uh, Kevin Gates, Kevin Gates vibes. Yeah, um, yeah, I could
2: see it. I could see it. Yeah. yeah, I hadn't thought I hadn't thought about that before you said it, but I was just listening. I was just re-listening to "Bigger Than Life and Death" on the train home, like yep. a couple hours ago, and like, no, I could see it. Like, like, like at least in, mm, not even in terms of the production. Cause like, ugh, like, I don't know what it is about it, but cause cause like his voice doesn't really match Kevin's and his production choices don't necessarily match Kevin's, but like the energy is kind of the same. Like right. it, it's like, but like, or, or, or like maybe it's not the same, but like there's a contrast that's interesting. Cause like ESTG is super, like he's very stoic and like his voice doesn't raise very much. And he's just kind of oh. like, it's not monotone, but it's just very like, static you know and mm-hmm. like kevin gates is like he's he's just he's very very emotional like he's just all over the place and he and he right. like he's gonna leave it all out on the mic he's gonna leave it out all out on the album like you'll get a you'll get a two phones from kevin gates and then you'll right. get like yeah.
0: you'll
2: get like a two phones and then like uh um um the song where he talks about where he tells his lady that she's the only one his dick gets hard for, you know, like right. <laughs> variety. Variety is cool.
0: <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> he's, he's, he's Kevin Gates is a roller coaster. Listen, right? You just yeah. you go from verse to verse, being like holding on. Like, oh, that oh. works out um, because you never know what's going to happen. Um, but with with ESTG, it is it is more dialed in, kind of post trap. Uh, in in that sense, it's more, mm. uh, it's level, right, with the beats, with the production, but the the guest list on this is proper. Like this is oh my gosh, yeah, forty two, Doug, little baby, yeah, Peter, young thug, Dirk, Gotti, Pooh uh, and and for me, uh, being a connoisseur. You can judge a project by how good a Gotti verse you get. Okay, Yo Gotti has levels. He's he's very monotone, so people kind of think like he's always doing the same stuff. But he definitely has big level changes, like in how much he puts in a verse, right? Um, And these are some good Gotti verses. Two, two, Uh, no friends, especially is good stuff. I mean it. Yo Gotti's dialed in. Yeah, and, well,
2: I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go
0: ahead,
2: go. Ahead. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna, I was just gonna say, I would hope so because like G is his artist, right.
3: so like, so, 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 so like,
2: so like, you would want you would you would hope that he's gonna give his artist a couple of good verses, you know, like. And I think he did. Like I, I, like I have, I don't want to say I have mixed feelings, but like, when, but like when Gotti's in his mode, you know, like. You know, you know, like when he's in his mode, he's gone. You know, like right. the song with Nicki, "Fucking Rake It Up." I think about "Rake It Up" a lot. Like it's, yeah. it's like always in the back. Like I like guess just one of the that's the ones. It's like that and um, down in the DM or those those are the two songs that he's like done. that's that's just gaudy to me. Like that's him, like just locked in. You know, and like him, um, whichever song he was talking about being all white on. Damn, what song was that? I can't remember,
0: but like uh, you know. Like- what is that? The is it the summer 17 with Rick Ross? The verse on maybe on uh, yeah, summer 17 on uh rather, yeah, rather me, rather you than me. Yeah, uh, so hell of verse. He, he, yeah, he, he steps up when when it's important, and I think he's, he's great on this. But little baby, also, oh my gosh, at, you know, I'm the little Wayne of this generation, really putting his foot in it. Yeah. Um, I love that energy.
2: See, oh, I I love that energy, too. I don't agree that he's the – I was just talking to my homeboy about this. He's not the low Wayne in this generation. <laughs> he's not, he's oh. not there yet. He's not but, like – No,
1: not there. You're, I agree.
0: But that's how I want my quarterback. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I want my quarterback. I get it. In the game. I want my quarterback in the offseason being like, I'm the best to ever did it. And then <laughs> stepping on and killing the first four games like, is he? You know, that's – that's. I mean, he's how, had a
1: hell of a year guest feature wise oh definitely i mean, I mean everything i've heard him i for me like i was just thinking about this today he was little baby was the best thing period about space jam 2 <laughs> uh including the movie including lebron like the only the only redeeming feature of that whole debacle was little baby's song on the soundtrack
2: with kirk franklin and just blaze yeah like, come on like how That's a- yeah, like the three of them together, like how like how is that gonna fail? Like cool. how 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 is any song with Just Blaze gonna fail? How is any song with Kirk Franklin gonna fail?
0: So right, like, no, that's yeah. That's but cool. I'm with you, bro. <laughs> the, but yeah, what was it? K Dicky, do you have any favorite songs on the uh bigger than life or death?
1: <sighs> I'm trying to be like I'm trying to be positive and nice, but no, no, not really. It's it's it rare. just it was do it uh like to be honest like this was a drug drudge is that the word like this was really hard listen for me
0: oh drag okay gotcha
1: gotcha. drag drag and a drudge. like like getting halfway through i was like i almost wanted to turn it off uh but i was like you know i gotta i gotta be completely prepared so i'll 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 get through it um i just the issue for me is one he didn't really he wasn't really saying anything and and that's I think I don't know who used this metaphor but we we had a metaphor a couple shows ago about an album where the artist is just telling you all the different ways he's going to kill you so that's what it felt like I was listening to for like I don't know how long this was but there like there was nothing there for me to take away Mm. and it wasn't even like fast food where you have that moment where you enjoy it the fast food while you're eating it. I didn't even enjoy it while I was listening to it. Like, so maybe maybe you guys could give me perspective about why uh, I should like appreciate this album.
2: Hmm. So, well, like, yeah. right. I'm sorry. So like, so I don't know, like the thing that I like about ESTG is that he's a, uh, he's like, he's like, like he talks a lot, like he talks a lot about ways he's going to kill you. That's definitely true. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of him just like dealing with the fallout from that too. Like there's a lot of trauma in here and there's a lot of him just like spilling his guts about just like how he feels about it and like what it's done to his mental and like him not being able to go into certain places. I really wish I I really wish I had like dug into this album more specifically. But I was um, um I interviewed him for Audio Mac last year when he dropped um uh I still don't feel nothing like right at the end of last year and like we talked about we talked about all of this and he talked a lot about how like this is all just therapy for him and how like he's kind of managed to balance how he's managed to balance the like I'ma shoot you, but like let me tell you why I'm gonna shoot you. And like let me tell you how this is like affecting me on the inside that I've been forced into this. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like like that criticism, like, 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 like that's fair because that it like, like the criticism is fair because there like there isn't really a song that stood out to me on this, but like I just like to listen to this, like I like this project to just sit and let it ride. You know, like right. there isn't, like there's maybe like one or two songs that I would be like, "This is the one," but it's just kind of like it reminds me of all the criticism people gave the Vince Staples, uh, the new Vince Staples album, yeah, like yeah. just, just like a lot of people like, "Oh, he's not saying nothing." It's like, well, like, like I feel like, fuck it, um, people who said that weren't really listening. You know, like there's so much happening in those songs, like the, like there's like, like there's enough happening here. For me to like pull away from and be like i think his last i think eftg's last album was better than this one right Mm -hmm. so i definitely see where you're coming from but i would say you know like the ones that really stuck out to me were like make it even and the title track and Uh, the lick back remix just because future is talking about sucking some ladies' nipples and yep. to get syrup out of them, like,
0: yep, yep, like future, <laughs> oh, oh, future becoming like a dark surrealist, you know, <laughs> like, taking it beyond the whole, like, I'm depressed and drugged out, but like taking it into a whole nother <laughs> this type like, phase of his, his uh,
2: stuff. He's yep. been he, he's been on this type of time, though, like on the um on thug on thugs so much fun. He was talking about crunching up a crunching up an X pill in someone's asshole. Like he's been on this type of like future future needs help. You know, like future needs help. Like <laughs> like like I, like I love me some future, but he needs like he need, he needs a therapist. He needs like he need he needs to go cold turkey off the fucking syrup like he needs he needs help you know like ESTG is like laying it out in a way that's I don't want to say it's healthy but like if you know it really feels like he's grappling with stuff in a way that future future's just like busting through it he's just like fuck it we're just going through you know and into
1: the hedonism yeah. yeah
2: yeah and and that's cool you know like it's, you know, like, it's like I just It's just, it's just so hard for me to listen to stuff like G and like, like G's most intense stuff and Future's most intense stuff and not just be like, damn, bro, like, this is sad, like, somebody needs to help them, you know, like, like, we just need to, we just need to help these people, we we need to help them get to a certain point where they're just not fucked up like this, you know, like, just like being, being so paranoid that like, Just like that paranoia is, I can't even imagine what that must be like.
0: But I went on a a tour, I went on a, like, I went to a concert with my buddy, we went out of state, so we were driving, and I was catching him up on rap that year, right, I was just like, I had made playlists and shit, and so, and I was playing some of the dark future shit from when he released the two albums or whatever, Uh, and... I was like, it was great because he was just hearing all the ugly, weird shit that he wasn't hearing on the radio. Right. And and then when he saw the commercial, he hit me like, this motherfucker's singing with Cher, like on this commercial. Like, what is it? People don't know. This is like one of the most unhinged public figures. But they don't, it doesn't go beyond like the Twitterverse. Like people don't know. How,
1: how I mean, he did a song with Taylor Swift. Yeah. You know, yeah. like,
0: yep. Know and, and so, but yeah, in 10 years, he's going to be giving interviews like being like, I don't know where my mind was at that point. But the more so ESTG do some positives and negatives here. The negatives, I think these beats are exactly what other producers criticize in beats, right? Mm-hmm. These. Are kind of pre like they feel a little preset beats per minute, eight hundred eight. Oh yeah,
3: they
0: feel like you know you could have really given these to a lot of people. Is, uh, that, right. is that fair?
1: There's, there's nothing distinctive. Like there's nothing distinctive to me about about the album. Like you said, he anyone anyone could have done this album. I disagree with that. I
0: was just saying the production. Okay. Let me tell you what I think the allure is listening to ESTG, right? To follow Cinemasi. It is, there is kind of a James Gandolfini energy, right? James Gandolfini was really cool to watch because he redefined mobsters. He gave them inner lives. Turmoil, right? Mm-hmm. Even in True Romance, when he's when he's beating this lady both scenes, He's talking to her about like how he's lost the feeling in doing this. And it's so earnest and it's so painful that it gives, it gives the scene so much more dimension. That's what ESTG is able to bring. I think. I at his I so he's, he's bringing like, he's talking about how dead inside he is. So it may sound like braggadocio, but he's really tried digging through the empty spaces to find nerve endings, if, if that makes sense.
2: Oh, I, I, I agree with that 100%. Like, I,
1: I just, I mean, I just, when I compare it to another album that we listened to this week, like, I feel like yeah. one of the other albums was kind of doing the same thing, but did it 10 times better. Interesting. No, that's, uh, I... You know what I mean? So it was just... Like, I should be able to, hmm, and maybe, maybe I didn't, maybe, like, I was just so turned off by my first impression of it that I didn't dig deeper. But, like, I feel like I, sh- I should be able, as a casual listener, I should be able to get all of that without someone explaining it to me.
2: I mean, you're, you're definitely not wrong about that. I, 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 I think that's valid. And, you know, like, things don't hit people the same way. Right. And that's, mm-hmm. and that's fine. You know, like, it's, it's, yeah. it's not like, it's not like you're a bad person if you don't like this album, you know, like, it's it just and, 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 you know, and you're like, I do. And like, I do agree that I do agree that the beats get kind of samey in the way that like some of his other stuff doesn't. But like, I'm really a sucker for the Forever Rolling tag. Like I hear it and I just yeah. get I just get activated, you know, like the Manchurian candidate. Like I hear it and <laughs> I'm like, oh, like it's it's over. Like it's it, like he makes me like the like his music kind of puts me in that mode and it's easier for me to kind of focus and hone in on the stuff that I like versus the stuff that isn't necessarily the best and um you know, like it, it's 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 like, I really do think the last one is better, but I think this is like, considering how how crazy fast his profile has risen, like I'm cool with him just having like a, look, this is what I can do. Like for like other casual listeners who maybe haven't heard the other projects, like this is what I could do. Like, well, check it out is if, you know, like he's like, he's really just getting started and he's gonna have so many more opportunities to like, he, he has a classic album in him. I think he does. And this is, this definitely isn't it, but right. I think it's like, at some point he's just gonna be like, yo, like we're here. And this is like, we're here music. And I'm, I'm fine with that, but I completely hear you about mm-hmm. like, it's 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 not, it's not his best work, but it's, you know,
1: I'm cool with it.
0: And, it, and I, think, I think maybe K-Diggy murder rap
1: might not be your thing, uh, but- No, good murder rap is my thing. Like, I, I think, I think, you know, you have to, one, uh, maybe I think, the as I said, I think the production was kinda, maybe that's what is like. Good Murder rap to me is the production's a little bit more sophisticated than what, what we were hearing here. Like, it was just very, like, it, it was all just the same. There was no complexity to it. It was just very simple, very basic to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, for, for me, this isn't even a Southern versus other regions thing. To me, I don't understand this kind of production because it is so present everywhere you go. Yeah, it, it, it's like setting up a sandwich shop next to a sandwich shop next to a sandwich
1: Exactly. Shop.
0: Um, so that, but the so to me the glimpse of greatness here is three, four, five, right? Fifty-five mm. hundred degrees. I love fifty-five hundred degrees. Bigger than life or death is a yep. really interesting choice. It's a really interesting song length. Sky dweller. I think that pocket is where, to me, it it was really rolling, you know. And then yeah. you get flip back remix, and you get you know future, and yeah. You
2: know. Yeah. So like, so uh, so like I don't know. I think uh, I think that's really interesting, and I think that like I don't know. I I hear a lot of sophistication in here. Like, there's a lot. Like, like it's kind of, I guess, like the, the like the end goal the end goal is very simple. And just like, this is just like, accelerate, like, this is like acceleration shit. Like, it's just oh. like, it's just like, uh, um, um, it's like the fucking rever on the hot wheels track. And, oh. and, and, you know, like sometimes, sometimes that's really all you need, but like, it feels it, like, it feels like there's a lot of sophistication to this production. Cause like, cause like the people he roll with just like, just just, just like hearing the way that like the bells and the drums and like the different kinds of drums like bounce off each other and the way that he's able to just like slide through that, like that's, that like, it's like, it might look simple and it might feel kind of basic, but like riding Mm -hmm. a beat like that is crazy. And the fact that he's able to do it just so like, he makes it look easy, you know, like he, like, like it's, it's, it's almost effortless for him. And that's like, that's always worth noting to me. Like it's, right. it's, it's 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 like it's like superhero shit. You know, like this is why people look at rappers like they're superheroes. Right. Like like that that might be a little hyperbolic, but like I don't know, <laughs> it's, it's it's just uh, like there's swag. Like
3: swag. It, it,
2: yeah, you know, it's just like those simple pleasures that come from that come from just like hearing somebody flow over something crazy. Like it's like I, you know, like I'm big on that. Like I'm big, like I'm big mm-hmm. on the way words sound. And how they fit into a beat, as like you know, like even cause, like even if the words don't hit, it's just like if it sounds cool, you know. Like Ghostface did that. Like Ghostface, right. like yeah. you know, you, you know, like you're like eighty percent of people who are listening to Supreme Clientele can't tell you what a ravioli bag is, right? But like, <laughs> but, but, but like that shit sounds hard, like so.
0: You know, like, no, and, and
2: and, and, shout out to Elucid who made that point to me because that was not my original thought shout out to Elucid. shout oh, out to Elucid.
0: shout out to a, Lucid. Yeah. Shout out to a Lucid. <laughs> i would say yeah uh, this was always my first listen right of the three this was always my first listen this was waking up in the morning having to get your shit done i'm putting this on right right mm. friendly music uh it's it so it you have to judge it differently because it's it's its power is its movement, right? That's uh, part of what it is. But I, I'm with you. I think this is, this, this did not, this is not making my list of best albums. But I heard this, and I was like, bookmark this. I'm following this dude from then on because now, mm-hmm. two albums from now, we could get something really excellent. Right.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 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 solid. You know, it's it's not fantastic, but it's it's solid. It's it's a. Uh... Um, he's put out better projects, and he will put out better projects. But this is, you know, like I'm, I'm not mad at it. I guess I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I guess I'm not mad at it. Out
0: of ten, like, yeah. and I, w- the it. one that really surprised me because, like, when I heard ESTG I'm like, this is my, this is my homeland, right? This is that like trapaholics like era vibe. Mm. Um, but I did not expect to like Project X as much as I do. Um, I really like Project X. Mm. Uh, like Ken Carson, who is signed to Cardi's label. Is that, is that, uh, I believe so. Yeah. 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 It was
2: put out through opium. So,
0: yep. you know, opium. So it was, it, yeah, he's just a interesting dude. And he's one of those people in the Cardi mold where, and, and I think old heads will be like, this isn't rap, uh, but <laughs> whatever it is, I'm very efficient when it plays. Like <laughs> like Cardi has that ability, right? Like mm-hmm. I get some of the best shit done when Cardi's playing in the back. Um,
1: people like. This, why, why would you say that is? Because you don't have to focus on it too much. I don't think that's it either. I think he,
0: people like Cardi, people like Ken Carson, find the right phrase and plant it so deeply into you that you, that you, you just end up rocking it. And it's vibes, vibe, son. These songs are perfect lengths. They're two minutes, four seconds. Two minutes, 11 seconds. He's moving. Uh, he doesn't overstay his welcome on this. <laughs> I appreciate that. you know.
2: Yeah this, yeah, this project's barely a half hour. And it's funny you mention the length of all the songs because my favorite one is actually the longest song on here, which is technically two songs. So oh, is it rock and one. roll?
3: Is it, is it done? <laughs>
2: uh it's uh, it's, it's a it's a run and ran yeah run and ran is i like like when i heard when i first ran project x when i first ran it like i ran that song like five or six times i could not stop listening to it the beat is incredible and you know the beat's incredible and he's he just went in you know like just just he just went like it gave me like like obviously, I hear the Playboy Cardi vibes. Like they're all over the project. Like, of course. you know. But like, the thing that this reminded me more of was the Pierre Born album. Like the new Ooh, one, Life of okay. Pierre Five, which is my, which is one of my favorite things I've heard this year. That Pierre album is really fantastic. Like, it just like consider, like considering how Pierre. One thing I love about Pierre is how he like stitches his his songs together, and like it, it feels like a DJ set. And Run and yeah. Ran kind of gave me that same feel because like the two songs. They phase right into each other. There's no, there's no fade out. It's just like right into it. And like he just, like he just ate both the beats. Like he, he he ate both the beats. And um, you know, like like the whole album just like it moves at a great clip. Mm -hmm. Um, Carson's a really good performer. He's got a good voice. He has a good feel for. He has a good feel for flow. You know, like you know, like the music. The music isn't exactly like. You know, like it's not uh it's not gonna make you think too hard, like, but sure. like but, but, but like what a, like what what project that has a cover based on a movie like Project X is gonna make you think hard? Like it's like right. and, and like I appreciated that too because it's weird that we're at that level of nostalgia now because like that was a movie from like the 2010s and it's like damn, like yeah. we're we're starting to become nostalgic for the two thousand tens already.
3: Yeah.
2: Like geez, oh, man, like we're already there. So um, I had a weird, that gave me a weird mix of emotions coming in, but I just think, uh, I just, you know, like, I just, I love listening to it. I couldn't put it down for a little bit. Like it just, it, it, you know, like we were saying before, it makes me feel good just to listen to it. And I appreciated that. I thought
0: it was dope. So, K Diggy, my, my pitch on the Project X is that this is like hip hop food groups. We talk about hip hop food groups all the time, right? Right. Yeah that you know this is elite snack food this is like killer snack food you know appetizer like you know the sampler is hit you know it's it's all it's 11 songs all of them are very different themed right rock and roll run and rand hella till i die so what all these are very different songs it's not samey right production is is very is good is very good um you don't learn a ton by the end of it but that's not what this is for
1: um, yeah I, i'd agree with that i mean for me it's like what i mean what can ken carson do that no one else no other rap like it's like we say what can i get from ken carson that i can't get from another rapper and i felt like this for me, in my personal opinion, this album didn't really answer that question for me. Cause I, I've heard very similar, like the his production is like kind of the, I guess in like in sound for today's yeah. times. Sure. It's very so it's like, I've, I've heard this production before. So what what is it that I can only get from Ken Carson? And I just didn't like, when, after I was done with the album, uh, I was just like I couldn't answer it.
0: I think you're applying like
1: a a veteran question to
0: a rookie in this sense. I think when you you're at the level he's at, it's more about what skills does he bring to the table, right? Um, and I think there are appreciable skills that he brings to the table in terms of his flow, in terms of his conceptualization. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I think he's got building blocks that you can that you that he can build on.
2: Yeah. And like, and like and to add on to that, I would like, I would look at it like how um I would look at it like how young thug took in gunna. Right. Cause like gunna is like, like you could say the same thing a lot about a lot of his earlier stuff. It's like, what is, what, what is gunna doing? Or even like what little, what's little, what was little baby doing when he first started that like, didn't really like yeah. separate him from thug or, or, or at least that's what a lot of people say. I, I like, I think mm-hmm. there's enough of an appreciable difference between them and like, like, you know outside outside of the fact outside of the fact that like he's not doing the baby voice that cardi usually does i think like like i really do think it's his voice that separates him and kind of establishes him as like someone who's very much indebted to cardi's sound but doesn't but but isn't like but isn't like derivative of it you know like and also and, and like another thing this album really pointed out to me is Like, it's been obvious considering how big Pierre has gotten, how big Cardi has gotten. But like, like Cardi's influence is like, he's like, he's like, he's really, he's not like an OG or anything like that. But like, his influence is massive, you know, and, and and he's gigantic. Like, I saw him at Govball in 2019. My man performed like he did maybe like, he said maybe like 10 words in his whole performance, but the shit was incredible. Like I, you know, like I had liked him before that, but I was like, I get it, you know, like it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I get how he can like captivate an audience, like cause like what? I saw it happen, and like I felt it. Like I came out of a porta potty and saw him performing. Um, oh, it was a song from Dylit. It might have been the yeah. intro song, but like yeah. it just made sense. And I think mm-hmm. uh, it's just interesting to see it's interesting to see Ken Carson kind of come out the, come out the gate and like fit himself into that lineage. And just like, you know, like he, it's uh like, lyrically he actually does remind me a lot of Pierre Bourne. Like, just, you know, like, just like the, just like the stupid little metaphors, just like, you know, like I'm Tupac, yeah. I got the juice and Portland yeah, yeah, yeah. on the rocks. I got Ciroc for you. And um yep. I came from the bathroom. I jumped to the top and used no tramp. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. like, it's uh like, it's endearing yeah. to the point that, it's endearing to the point that it's just like oh it's cute you know like i get like chuckles out of it and then just like yeah. listen to him just like bounce around on the pianos and shit it's yeah. just, it's a vibe that's really that's really the
1: it only way vibe, to describe yeah. it it's a vibe it's <laughs> a vibe young, young mean, that young energy yeah and I, I i it's just it is a vibe but it's not like it's not pushing anything forward maybe that's my issue with mm-hmm. it like ssg and ken carson is like it's not really pushing like they're not for me. They're not adding anything new to the conversation. Right. That what they're they're just they're being in the moment and they're doing the sound and it's not bad, no. but it's not really pushing. There's nothing slightly different and that's pushing it forward, and helping the music genre to evolve. Right. I'm telling you. So it can get you know, very static. Uh,
0: that's why this is on the snack aisle, like for one in the morning. You know what I mean? That's why. <laughs> This is this is the snack aisle where you're like, I need these cheese curls, man. I just need them.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel it. I'm 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 definitely not looking for a bag of cheese noodles to change my life, but <laughs> but, but I get it.
0: <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting me through the next few hours. Uh, I, I would say, so, yeah, I would say that's like um that's kind of what this is at the snack food in the snack food universe, though, I think um uh, Cardi is probably is Cardi as influential as the Migos at this point? Like in terms of the ramifications, right? There's so many mini Cardis now uh, that it feels Migos like. Hmm. Well, I don't. I don't
2: really know if that's a proper comparison because Cardi doesn't have as many hits as the Migos does. No, no. Like, like they're like they're in. You know, like you know, like he's really popular and influential, but like the Migos, like their run was ridiculous you know like like from like from the early mixtapes to cult like culture alone bro like between bad and bougie and t-shirt and call casting and what's the price like 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 just the amount of hits they had was insane and cardi i don't think cardi's at that level he doesn't he 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 doesn't have like not that he needs to have the chart presence but i don't think but, but like i think it's important to note the him not having that kind of makes it feel like an unfair comparison. Like even, yeah. even, e- even though, even though you're definitely right about like there's, there's Cardi has a lot of sons, a lot of sons, yeah. so a lot right. of sons, a lot of daughters, mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of, um, I'm a lot of MBs out there, honestly. Like it's, but like, it's just, uh, it's really in, like, I'm really thinking about this now. I think, uh, Hmm. And
3: well, for me, sons, like,
0: when your oh. songs are pretty good, that's pretty good. Yeah. There are a lot of people, know? when when people cop their style, it's like the worst shit. But when you know, I remember in rock, when somebody was like, "This is our Stooges album," I'm like, "Good, this is gonna be your best
3: album."
0: <laughs> um, right. And and so that's kind of, uh, yeah. If whenever you can do that, you're doing pretty good. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And. I, as, as I said I think I said this two shows ago um like songs don't define legacies bodies of works albums do uh and that I feel like like cardi has a lot of good songs uh but that's not going to define a legacy it's going to be can he put out that you know that landmark body of work uh that really like shake shakes everyone up and so he, I don't think I don't think he's done that.
2: I think dialed is that. I agree I think, with that. Yeah. I think dialed is that. Okay. Like dialed is like we're gonna be talking about that one in 20 years.
0: I agree I with that. I, agree. I, I would say that it where where K Diggy has a point is a whole lot of red had a chance to distinguish him as someone who only makes important albums, right? Like dialed is great and is important, but we like we kind of needed to see him do that more, and again, and build from it. If, was Dial an album
1: or
2: mixtape? Dial well, It album. was an album.
0: yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, and it was a big step up. It was like huge. Uh, and a whole lot of red didn't didn't have that feel to it for for a lot of people. Yeah, for for a
2: lot of people, it was really really divisive. I really like it. I, I think mean, um I think the back half is a lot stronger than the front half, but I think uh. He tried a lot of different things and Cardi, Cardi's, proved him, Cardi's proved himself to be an artist who's kind of like in that Kanye mode where he's like, where he's like going to try to change somewhat on every project because like, you know, like on the surface, his stuff might sound samey, but like Die Lit and Whole Lot of Red do not sound the same. Like they don't have, they, they, they don't have the same energy sometimes. Like, 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 like the tone feels different. It's, it's, it's like he's saying the same thing, but in a different typeface. You know, like it, it's it's like it's kind of strange because it feels like it's the same, but like Sky is so different from like the song with Uzi on there, and from um uh just uh, I'm blanking on song names right now, but like but you know it like he's he's kind of he's trying to evolve. And he he's not he's trying to not necessarily deliver the same project all the time. And I can really like I don't like I, I don't personally need every artist to do that. Like I'm also a really big proponent of people like honing in on what they're good at and just kind of like refining that throughout their careers. Like that's how you get mm-hmm. somebody like a currency. And like yep. you know like, what everything Griselda's doing and like Meg right. Thee Stallion is a great example of somebody yep. who's like that. You know like she knows what she's good at and she's just kind of like on that time. Yep. And um. You know like ken carson's obviously not there yet like this is his first project ever totally. but i think um this the songs the songs are really entertaining and uh i can and, and yeah and yeah um kind of like dan was saying i can imagine myself stumbling out of a club in new york at 1 <laughs> in the morning with tacos listening to this album and that's really that that's the criteria it, it's it's mm-hmm. primo that shit
0: <laughs> it's primo that's that shit. gonna hit real hard you know that's that's <laughs> gonna make sense and yeah no this it's we need music like that that is very kinetic and that just and and 30 minutes i couldn't applaud more for keeping it tight yeah. uh, i mean i'm very interested in like it's it's like watching a rookie in the nba right it's you watching and you're saying you know what i feel like this person can add this, that to their game as they move on right. and really start to take off. So right. I was hopeful about, about Project X, but Dave is near and dear to my heart. So I was, I was very excited to get K. Diggy up on, on Dave, because Psychodrama was one of my favorite albums. Uh, mm-hmm. His last album. Incredible.
2: It's yeah. so incredible.
0: Incredible album. And I feel like he topped it. I feel like, really? I feel like he shot over it. I just, this album is, but, you know, that's the the weird thing about this music that makes it non linear. This is clearly my favorite album of the three, but it was the one that I was like, it was, I had to save for last.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. We're doing the Dave again.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh it's heavy bro heavy
0: fucking album it's th- three rivers is seven minutes uh there's another song that's nine minutes and fifty Five si- five seconds
2: yeah that's heart attack
0: it's heart, heart attack cool. yes and that's the most brutal of the the album in terms of personal diagnosis but there's another song that's eight minutes i think that might be the one with uh james blake uh yeah that's that yeah that's uh two sides of a smile yeah two sides of a smile so yes it's it's just it's 60 minutes long uh the 60 minute rule is it's okay if it's 60 minutes or more but you better have some shit to say yeah i mean yeah <laughs> facts
2: definitely not. not trying to waste people's time no. right now
0: so i was yeah k diggy how did you feel about it
1: see now this is what this kind of like, and I listened to Dave last as well. This is what kind of blew up everything. Like, I guess you could say, exacerbated everything for me how I was feeling. Because right. do you know, how old is? Do you think Dave is? He's twenty three. Yes, yeah. twenty three. He's twenty. Uh, Psychodrama came out in two thousand nineteen. He was yep. twenty twenty one. Yep. Uh, Ken Carson's eighteen. So. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like the, the, the depth and, you know, he's actually, for someone to be so young and actually try and make an effort, uh, not only with his lyrics, uh, but also, you know, his technical, like technical rapping wise, as well as, you know, try to make something compelling and sophisticated uh, musically. It's just night, night and day. And then I got, and I, then I got started thinking about, you know, the state of, you know, mainstream hip hop now, and you know where it's at right now and what's popular. Mm-hmm. And then contrast that with, you know, the British. I don't. What's the British rap scene UK, called? Yeah, yeah. The UK, UK rap.
2: Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of different kinds because, like, there's grime. Right. but like but like it's grime rap but there's also just like regular uk rap you know like little sims is not a you know you know, like little right. sims is not skepta and dave right. is not gets and uh who else am i forgetting um little
0: sims is out there doing her thing
2: yeah she's incredible bro shout out to Lil
0: Ooh. sims
1: she's fucking I crazy i can't wait yes. right.
0: absolutely
1: no. sorry and, i had to say that she's dude, great. Yeah. great no on. and i and i think that's what like that left like you know, Dave is 23 right now, S- ESTG is 27, Ken Carson's 18, but you can't say that the level of sophistication between, like, it's on a whole different level in terms of sophistication with the other two projects. I mean,
0: I, I don't like the wrong. word sophistication in the sense, but I will tell Depths, you. Emotional depth. This is what I would say, and I, I wrote about I wrote about Psychodrama in 2019, and one of the things I said was that uh Dave is meticulous
3: oh yeah he's
0: meticulous good he, word he's the kind of writer and creator who puts everything in the right spot no matter how long it takes right and that's what made location such an ill song right with uh, Burna Boy because Burna Boy is a walking vibe right shout out,
2: shout out like, to Burna
0: Boy, Boy. <laughs> well dude they played me the beat and bang that was my hit you know Like, so those two together on a song showcasing the two ways you can do it really well was beautiful. Um, So Dave is meticulous and there's a comfort in being in the hands of a meticulous artist, right? You're like, I'm never going to bump into anything that they didn't figure out, right? Mm. Whereas somebody like Ken Carson, who's just establishing a vibe, you might bump into a line that that they're like, what? You know? Uh, that happens with um, uh, Little Boat all the time. <laughs>
2: talking about Yachty? Yachty. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> nah, e- especially since Yachty's been on his Detroit shit. Like, like, <laughs> uh, like D- Detroit and Flint brought a crazy side out of Yachty and he's just, the bars have been different, but like, he's always kind of had, you know, like every, everybody has their moments, but
0: yeah. and like, and like yeah. not everybody's trying to make the
2: same type of shit too. So, um, so
0: but UK rap yeah. is totally different. Oh but yeah, in terms of UK rap pop sensibility, even we listened to Hetty One last year. You remember that? Shout out mm-hmm. to Eddie One, bro.
2: He's different.
0: That's a pop rap album, but that shit was deep. That was personal. Like I think UK pop rap has there's more of a license to really dig within yourself and excavate, right? Like you, if Navy Blue was in the UK, he could be platinum.
2: <laughs> Shout out to Sage, by the way.
0: A different um, audience. It's a different yeah. audience. Right. And it's not so th- it's a different tempo there, but these are different kinds of writers, is what I would say.
2: Right. You know, I agree. And also, uh, you brought up Hetty One, the 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 only you freestyle with Drake was one of was one of my favorite songs that came out last year. Like like if Drake if Drake wanted to settle on an accent, he, <laughs> should, he, he should just stick to that. <laughs> like the UK, the, the UK brings different energy out of drink like that that whole verse and then at the very end when he starts rapping like half behind the beat just like the da, 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 uh, like that shit really just like I was I was I was fucking charged up after that and then heady one come it's just man like the, ugh, like, it, like like that's the type of shit that makes me love rap like 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 I really felt like I was in the moment with them like uh just like you know how like People like do a cipher, and like everyone's just like in the circle, kind of like swag surfing a little bit. Like I was like, I felt that there, and I was like ready to, I was ready to go like knock out King Kong or some shit. But um, Sorry, K
0: has some great shit going on, and yeah. it's because there is like K Diggy has been saying there's a lot of uniqueness there, right? Yeah, there's a lot of people do, going completely different directions. And they're not trying to stand in line behind a certain kind of production or hook. Um, right. One of the one of the things Dave has that I really zoned in on here this is one of the things I love, love, love about hip hop is his uniquenesses are his strengths. Yeah, he's he's from a Nigerian family. He has a really good understanding of Nigerian music, right and uh, and that's why he works with WizKid and it sounds amazing. Word right. Boy sounds amazing. He references Lagos all the time. His flow sounds texturally different, right? Uh, but he is he's a master of the UK shit, you know, Stormzy, Gigs, all these people, he sounds perfect with them, Right. But he sounds different than them every time.
2: Yeah. And 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 like his wordplay is like ridiculous, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Like Dave's wordplay, like 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 he's just he's so good at breaking down complicated ideas into these simple terms, and I'm so big on that. Like yeah. I'm so big on that, and um, like that's one of the things I love about Jay Huss too, who yeah. he's worked yeah. with a couple of times. But Jay, um, I'm um, Jay Huss's family is from Ghana, if I remember correctly, and like. You know, I think, um, I think, um, I think that I think that very distinctly African flavor comes through more in the UK, like, or, 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 or like not to say that it comes through more in the UK, but it it feels more, of, it feels like more of an emphasis point in the UK. Like there's, there's like a there's a really deep connection with that with like African roots there because there's so many. I mean, like not to say that there aren't like a lot of first generation. First generation first-generation African immigrants in the States, but the connection just feels a little more uh, potent over there for some reason, but, like...
0: It's natural. It, it feels like there's a natural affinity there. Um, yeah, so, yeah, but, I mean, that's...
2: But, yeah, okay. you know... Yeah. Sorry, yeah, but, but you know, like there's like you know, like, you know, like there's, there's plenty of, there's plenty of, um, the diaspora is strong over here too. Like young Manny from, yeah. um,
3: oh,
2: yeah. uh, shout out to young Manny from uh, from uh, PG County. He's um, his family's Nigerian and he's got like, you can tell with the melodies he does sometimes, but yeah, so uh, but, I, but I don't want to get too far off track with that. Um, Dave's wordplay is stupid, bro, like yeah. just the like, just there's 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 just like bars on every song you know like i like i stopped counting after a while like it's, it's, yeah. it's a really long album and he proves that he can do so much you know like he can yep. like he can just bar out with a whole bunch of people like he does on in the fire he can um you know like he can do like the Wiz kid song which is basically like this album's version of location i think what's it called again yeah, systems? Yeah, system, system, yeah, system. Oh. So like so like he can do that stuff. He can do he can do like the he can do the sobby ten minute tracks where he just leaves it all out on the field. And, and I, like, I needed
0: system for that reason, right? Yeah, because you know like really after three rivers and I'm like, Whew, okay, good.
2: Yeah, cause yeah, because it's yeah, because like there's like a run of tracks from system to uh,
1: Lazarus,
2: yep, Lazarus yeah. to law of attraction with Snow Eleven. Nope.
0: Yeah, man and And that ending is just dark as shit that mm -hmm. ending you just go all the way down one of the things that that's always stuck in my craw um and this is just probably how old i am right i have i really don't like when a great rapper doesn't take responsibility of their own hooks right and kind of brings in People like think first album Jadakiss, right? Like just like, <laughs> don't worry, I'm gonna bring in Earth for the hook and then I'll bar her out. I'm like, no, you should figure out hooks. Um, but Dave's hooks are on another level on this one. Um the clash album song with Stormzy, mm-hmm. that hook is like s- there's so much going on in it.
2: Yeah. Also, I resent I resent you saying that about Jada Kiss because Why is one of my favorite <laughs> songs ever? And Anthony Hamilton absolutely smashed. That. I know it's not his first album,
3: but like, but like, Kiss
2: Kiss a Death means a lot to me. And yeah. that album was really I, I I found that shit in a, in a thrift store for like three dollars, and I had to get it because I don't have a CD anymore, but now I do. And like, no, yeah, you, know, he- <laughs> you know, like, Kiss 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 doesn't always need to do his hooks. I'm just gonna leave it there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it, there's, there's just been a lot of times when you look and you're like all right every feature is the person do it brought in for the hook and you're like all right yeah i yeah i get it that's kind
2: of a drag sometimes but um it, it is always really interesting and people like you know do their own hooks that's one thing i love about homeboy Sandman is like he always he like 98 of the time he does his own hooks and oh, yeah. it's something i've always wanted to ask him about like why you know, like why do you do your own hooks? Cause like you're the only per you're one of the only people I could think of who like consistently like I can I can think of like a handful of songs, like maybe two, three or like four max that he hasn't done a hook on. And I'm like, hmm, okay. But awesome. like, but but yeah, like you said, Dave, Dave does Dave does really great work on here. Um uh with with the hooks in particular. I think um I think we're all alone. Did, did we're all alone if Verdansk have hooks? Why can't I remember this? It's kind of killing
0: me. But. I think I think so. Yeah, the um, good hooks. I would say my favorite hook is twenty to one. Um, good choice. Twenty mm-hmm. to one is so beautifully sung. It's so gorgeous, and it's just about murdering people, right? It's just like, um, uh, it's just about like revenge, you know? Yeah. yeah.
1: The inner turmoil, and that's the difference between him and SG. I think because it is about murdering people, but it's also about, I think, the moment before you're about to murder them, not after, but necessarily before, where you have to make that decision where, you know, you, knowing the consequences of what could happen. Right. And, and I just think, for me, I, I just think, what, like, I listened to this project, and whether you like it or not, what, what I can say, like, after I'm done listening to, I can, I, you know, once it finishes and I sit down, I think, you know, this was his best effort. You know what I mean? Like at the, at the current moment, it's 2021. This was the best project that Dave could make at the time. Okay. And when I listened to those other, like the other two, and I didn't feel like this was the best that they could do. It was good. It was good. Like, a lot lot of the work on the other two was solid but that ambition and that like look i want to present my absolute best work that i can at this at this moment in 2021 i didn't feel like i didn't feel that when i listened to those other two in a way that i feel when i listen to Dave. that's cool yeah Yeah. no it's
0: i think dave is very career-minded And I think he is like thinking of this in terms of legacy and in terms of like growth. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But I, and I think a lot of, a lot of these other are just kind of making the work of the moment, right. Of how they're feeling right now.
2: Yeah. And like, and yeah, like everything, Dave, like, like Dave makes statement albums. Like this is only his second project and he's proving that he like, like everything is a statement. Everything is like, this is what I'm here to do like psychodrama was all based around the whole act of recreating everything that he was going through at that time and this is kind of bound together by the whole film concept and having i just learned that daniel kaluuya is the person who's doing most of those interludes
3: that's amazing i didn't like yeah like
2: like like, (laughs) because like they connected a while ago like of course like they're both british you know, right. on top of, on top of everything. But like, he did like the ones that weren't like the women and his mother, especially like, like the man on there is Daniel Daniel Kaluuya. And like, you know, like he, yeah. Like I agree that Dave, you know, like Dave makes statements. Like he wants this to, he wants this to mean something. And I think there's value in that. I personally like psychodrama more than I like this, but oh, it's, it, not, it, it's not, it's not like, like, it's close. It's right. not like it's, it's not like psychodrama like blows it out of the water or anything, but I think, uh, I think I like I think psychodrama is it feels tighter, you know, like it's it's about the same length, but it just feels it feels tighter to me, like it's like there's less, uh, there are less songs on psychodrama that I feel like skipping, like not to say that I couldn't listen to this all the way through again, it's just
1: it's a hard l- yeah
2: it's 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 pretty long and like psychodrama was pretty long too but like just the way that album was sequenced like it 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 just kind of ran faster to me but i've only really i only got to listen to we're all alone in this together once right so so it's like i really got to sit with it and like spend more time and yeah i'm I'm looking at it now and psychodrama is a whole 10 minutes shorter than than uh um the other one so i so, so like i guess that's part of it but you the like, criticism—it's—it's it's, really give. great. Like I really like, like this album a lot.
0: Like I love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only criticism I would give this album is there's points in the album where Dave like drops out the beat, and it's just like, you know, sp- you know, spitting, you know, over no beat, and it's very. There's a lot of like Eminem energy of like, watch me be lyricist, bro.
3: like, <laughs>
0: bro, I've been watching you be lyricist. I get it, like you're beyond the proof stage here. Just, just do the song. Um, Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That happened at the end of heart attack. Like, like, like the beat slowly fades out and then it's just him. He goes in for like 32 bars and like, they're good bars. And like, I could still hear the beat in my head. So I was like keeping rhythm with him and that was pretty cool. I appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I appreciated that. And and like, and like once, like I said before, man, his wordplay is just like ridiculous ridiculous like like there's just like it was so hard for me to like pick out my favorite bars but like there's one on a, uh, on verdance where he says i ain't on beating or misogyny it's mahogany i got bougie wood like that's funny as fuck like that's so hilarious <laughs> and yep. then like he'll just and, and then, like he'll like really dive deep into some shit and like um i forget what song it was on but he said crime's on the rise hates on the rise feel like everything but my mom's pay is on the rise like he just really gets he like gets at the heart of all these issues and he's just so he's lived so much life and he's like he's he's seen a lot more than he should at 20 fucking three years old and the fact that he's able to put all this together in in such a like potent way like it's it's it it makes me kind of sad in the same way that, like, listening to ESTG kind of makes me sad sometimes. Like, yep. that, like that's where I think the connection is for me. Like, mm-hmm. these guys are really talking about really heavy, like, I had to grow up fast type shit. And <laughs> that's always, like, it can sound good and it can flow good, but it's just like, damn, bro. Like, you went through that. Yep. And, like, this is, you just kind of put, and, like, it's sad. You know, like, it's, it's, right. it's like, it's like listening to, uh, it's like listening to Bobby Shmurda's hot nigga and just like getting caught up in the beat and not realizing <laughs> that he's talking about like catching bodies and the anxiety that comes along with that. Or like somebody like young nudie or like, there's tons of people like I I mention, but like Dave, just like, he's just really good at breaking these really complex, thi- complex topics down to, He's just good, man. Like he's just like yeah. Dave. Like I'm gonna call him a generational talent. He's he's gonna be yeah. here a while, you know. Yeah, absolutely. He's got he's he's building a crazy legacy already. He's only two projects in. And I was and,
0: trying uh, to think of my my. I was trying to think of the most depressing Dave moments on this album. Uh <laughs> Like the, how much time you got, son? <laughs>
3: like, that's. What I'm
0: so I was like heartburn is is a real that's a real high level because that's like you know the whole story about uh, the the sexual abuse and the girlfriend and the family yeah, member not knowing and wanting to take him out but then being like that would be for you not for them and like really wrestling with it uh that was dark um uh, but both sides of a smile, like I'm, I'm giving that one the top for me because I will say, the part that he gives the female voice on that, I was like, I would not have done that. Like this, you know that I, I have always been the the writer's writer in terms of like, dig within yourself, make it meaningful, go personal. I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that shit. That was hard.
2: That yeah. Was- I really appreciated that because, you know, like it made it, it made me think about uh, it made me think about uh, Maxwell Cream's album, on um, his last joint, Brandon Banks, which a is incredible. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. it's so, like it's so much about like how complicated his relationship with his dad is. But like he never gave his mom a voice and like he talks about his mom a lot. So to like kind of have his father be involved in that album the way he was and not to give his mom that same uh perspective was kind of like I, I felt weird to me as much as I love that album and the fact that Dave actually gave this gave this woman like his girl like or like, like I don't know I don't know if that was actually her but like the fact that he the fact that the, the fact like the fact that she was the fact that he gave her the opportunity to do that and like the little phase that he did like it starts out and then yeah. it just gets louder and like just like the like like the technical choices and like the mixing and mastering on a lot of these songs is like really just immaculate, like just very, like this. This is like this is an album from somebody who cares about craft, like it's very yes. like craft yes. first type yes. shit, and I respect that a lot. So,
0: and it's it's it it phases from him wrapping her response into her voice in this really amazing way. Really, um, really
2: great touch. Really great touch. Was,
0: yeah, I was just. When it came out, I was pinging people being like, people who miss the old Kanye should just listen to
3: date.
0: (laughs) Interesting. Why Kanye? Like what people loved was like how unified the vision of those albums were right. To like, you know, you could go from these roses to this, to that, you know, and you could, and you were getting this full picture uh, a very cinematic kind of experience definitely and yep. Dave is aiming exactly for that kind of thing except he's he's really digging in and I think he's better at talking about race than most people. Oh like man.
3: yeah uh,
0: black Dave, alone
2: bro like yeah. like he's he, he's goaded off of black forever like that song is fucking amazing
0: like when Dave wow. starts talking about racial inequality I'm like Speak to me. I'm ready. Let's go.
2: There was um, uh, Stormzy brought him out at Glastonbury a couple of years ago, and he did he performed Black, and I think like some some politician out there said that Dave performing Black at Glastonbury was the best political speech that he had seen in a decade, Ooh. and I'm like facts, like you know, like that that's, it's he it's just it's it's really just like a dissertation, just like distilled in a way that's not like it's so hard to make music that speaks on stuff like this and not sound like you're talking down to people or like you're lecturing or patronizing. And like Dave, Dave is able to do this in a way that, that is like, he feels regular. He feels, he feels like a person. He doesn't feel like a prophet. He doesn't feel like someone who's coming down to deliver like some message that only he understands. And that like us, us mortals, won't ever be able to grasp but we just lit like he feels like a regular dude he feels like he feels like somebody he feels like somebody from like like not from my neighborhood but like he feels like somebody that i would know like yeah. and yeah. that connection is important
1: yeah i was gonna say his self-awareness there were some moments where i think where he i think there was a moment on the album where he apologized to black women he's like look i want i know that i should be doing more uh and i'm working on that yep and it's that it's that level of self awareness and humility that really makes him shine. Yep,
2: I agree a hundred percent, man. That's that's, but, that's, I mean, that's...
1: It, it's the craft, right? It's it's that
0: like Dave approaches this shit kind of the way I used to approach writers groups. I used to go to writers groups with like my story completely done in the sixth edit, and because I kind of thought writers groups are stupid, and I kind of thought. <laughs> two pages of something was stupid, right? Like work really fucking hard, then show it to people. Yeah. Um, so I would come and just blow up the writer's group with a, a fully done thing that they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, this is kind of what everybody here should be doing. And like, uh, just, just, just,
2: just get, I'm, 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 I keep on cutting you off, man. I'm so sorry.
3: <laughs> I'm so
2: paranoid. I'm so paranoid about that shit. Um, and like, he's only two albums in. This is his second fucking project, son. Like he's, you know, you know, like him, him having this control over his wordplay and just like showing the, like just the amount of just the different types of music he's able to make. Like he's like, he's so, he's so focused and just so like capable so early on. And like, that's really remarkable to me. It's, it's like, it's like those are the types of people you got to look out for. Like, like I remember when Earl Sweatshirt put out his debut project and it hasn't aged well at all, but like the technique and the way he was rapping on that album, he was fucking 15, 16 years old. Right, And like, <laughs> like he was rap like the, the level he was rap like I'm a hot and bothered astronaut crashing while jacking off to buffer and vids of Asher Roth eating applesauce. Like the way that moves <laughs> 15 years old putting words together like that that's fucking insane and like dave is a little older obviously but to see him crafting these projects the way he does and like really putting the work into the concepts and just showing such an ability to like just showing the ability he does with his wordplay is like astounding to me like just to be so young and to have lived so much life and to just like distill all of that into You know, like for him to even want to give us this stuff, you know, like because like he doesn't have to like he could just he could just go tell this shit to a therapist, but like he's Uh giving it to us,
0: you know, like and that's that's really special. (laughs) You know, like that's really special. special. And I'll be honest, I don't want a new album from Dave for a long time. I want him to take all the time he needs to live, write, perfect, do his process. Yeah, mm-hmm. there will be Ken Carson to help me vibe through. In the meantime, See? the main meal is something <laughs> like this, right? Right. Uh, that's when the yeah the sampler's over and you're you're to the main meal. So it's that's cool. I mean, I, I love that. I
1: right. mean, and another thing, and I and I don't know, and maybe you can talk me off the ledge, and maybe I'm I'm tripping or whatnot. But like when I listen to like I listen to Ken Carson and. Ken Carson's supposed to be party music, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I compare, you know, the party music of 2021 to the party music of 1995. Like, uh, I don't know what's the bit, or wow. like the mid nineties. Like,
2: like two live. What's crew? The Montel
1: Jordan? Montel Jordan, this is how we, right. this is how we do it. Right. Yeah. I mean that's that's a party song, but there's a level of, you know, craft and sophistication that is just missing in nowadays like i don't, i think the speeds think, are different i think the speeds are different because like the
0: yeah. party music now is so drenched in lean and like promethazine it's so slow it's it, it there's a lot of zoning out that happens mm.
2: but oh, see. Mm. okay but, but also like I feel like we've kind of moved past that a little bit, and people are moving on to speedier drugs, uh, like fucking, fucking, like you know, you know, like because like this isn't exact. Like Ken Carson's album isn't slow, no, like it, like it moves no. at a pretty steady clip, and yeah. like, and 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 to your point about Montel Jordan's this is how we do it. Like, like there, like like there's a craft to it, but like it's like this is how we do it. It's Friday night, you know, like it, it's it's just very like. like i just got paid i'm in the club let's go get fucked up you know and like and like ken carson kind of is like the same shit except it's not like this is how we do it it's friday night it's just like a bunch of metaphors and like everyone's just like off perks you know like (laughs) it's, it's 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 basic like it like like i don't want to call it an evolution of that but it's just like it's just in a different context and it almost feels unfair to like, it, it almost feels unfair to compare something like Return to the Mac to yeah. like, right. I don't know why I'm thinking about Purple Swag by ASAP Rocky, but like, you know, oh, yeah. it almost feels unfair to compare those two songs because like, while they're kind of trying to elicit the same, well, no, 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 Purple Swag is a bad example. Um, Something like Sicko Mode, you know, like comparing like Return <laughs> to the Mac to Sicko Mode, those are both party songs, right? but like, they're different kinds of parties. Like, this is how we do it is very like, let's party, have a good time, be chill. And like, let's throw some money around and sicko mode is like the world sucks. I'm gonna throw myself at this wall at this fucking party. Let's go. Like the Mm. moods are just so different. And like the Ken Carson shit is also kind of different in that way. Like it, like, yeah, it's all part
0: of different waves, right? Like the, By the way, the Montel Jordan album is so indebted to like Warren G and like the the West Coast music at that time. Right. The whole album is just like West Coast shit of 95. And so it's just the R&B version, right? But like it's still dead center in the middle of a movement the same way that this stuff is now. It's different movements. Um, Mm. But yeah, I I like I will say because I'm thinking about Two Live Crew
2: now. Like considering what, considering who Uncle Luke is now, I'm really excited to see the Playboy Cardis and the Ken Carsons reach their 30s and 40s and 50s and see how people look at be, be, because like because like people who grew up in the in people who were like coming of age in the mid to late 90s look at Uncle Luke and Two Live Crew and Montel Jordan and all these people a certain way, right? Like I'm excited. I'm excited for me to reach that age and for them to reach that age and and like see how we look back on that shit and like okay. like be, be, because, because I think uh like I don't know if I would call Ken Carson timeless but you know like we don't be, you know, like we don't know what's gonna happen in 20 years yeah, we agree. don't know we don't like 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 there are some times when we know but most of the time we have no idea the shit we're gonna be talking about in 20 years like I guarantee you most people didn't think we were gonna be talking about it, this is how we do it. Right now, you know, like it, it like, but like it stood mm-hmm. the test of time because it, like, it proved to be timeless and it is a timeless song. It's a great record. I love that shit.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but I'm really interested to see, I'm, I'm interested to see where the Daves and the ESTGs and where, like, yeah. Detroit and, and where, like, Detroit and Flint street rap wind up in 20 years from now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just really interested in all of that because this is just like, it's all a part of the lineage. Right. And it's all like it's all in conversation with like it's all like nothing exists in a vacuum and pretty much everything is in conversation with everything else, especially mm-hmm. since the Internet democratized everything
0: like so, and, and it's so cluttered music, the musical landscape right now is so cluttered with different stuff. Yeah, man, and it's not, you know, who knows what will survive and what won't and what will, you know, take on a life of its own, but it's, you know,
2: we should different. do time capsules again. People, people, should start burying time. Like somebody should bury a time capsule from from 2021.
0: Like, like <laughs> the closest we have is we have a feature called Canon Dates, mm-hmm. where we take a recent year and we each pick several albums we think could survive a, the canon. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I picked a Michael Kiwanuka album. Uh, I picked Billy Woods' Hiding Places. Classic. So that was, I think 2019 is what we did there. Yeah. But yeah, uh, but yeah we, that's a fun exercise because you think in your brain, like, you know, which of these albums do you think are going to make sense for people going forward as interesting albums? So. Would you, so if I had to pick two
2: of those right now, mm-hmm. I think they would be Uzi's Eternal to Take, which I think is fantastic. And well, I mean, like Uzi sucks right now because he fucking pistol whipped the woman. So actually, let me take that back. I I love that album, but I gotta take it back because fuck that shit. Yeah. Um, so the first one, I, so the first one I'm gonna say instead is Bruiser Wolf's "Dope Game Stupid." Bruiser Wolf's oh. "Dope Game Stupid" is like that's that's to me that's gonna be timeless. Like pe- like it, it's it like like that will like I'm I'm gonna call it that will stand the test of time. And then I would say something like, uh, hmm. Uh oh man. Uh see I had two queued up and then I fucked up. Uh I can't remember now, but bruiser wolf would definitely be Bruiser Wolf, yep. bruiser wolf is one for the time capsule. Like, undeniably.
0: I'm with it. No, there's a lot of good stuff out there. Um uh, I was gonna move to recommendation corner. Ooh. So yep. hey Diggy, I tell you, whenever this this is, was a lot of music, right? There was a lot of music going on. And certainly Dave took a lot. Out. I needed <laughs> something in a very different genre, a very different place to reset me, right? <laughs> and that was Cedric Burnside's I Be Tryin'. Trying. Hmm. Cedric Burnside uh, makes blues music. Was recently released, I think, end of June. Uh, and a lot of the blues music you will find uh, under the Bandcamp tab or whatever is very quiet, right? It's like folk. It's supposed to be acoustic, it's supposed to be kind of emotion y. And I'd be trying is electric blues, mm. it's guitar riffs. It's, it's, Got a real kind of humanity and joy to it, like a lot of the songs. Love is the key. Love you forever. There's a lot of interesting stuff talked about um, in terms of relationships, but it it moves. It's fun. You can pay attention to it and get stuff out of it, but you don't need to. Uh, You can just rock with it. So, yeah, that's nice. Cedric Burnside, I be trying. I fuck with that you have you have anything cinemasi you want to you want to lay on the people
2: man uh wow that's a good question let me double check right now because there's you know like there's always so much music dropping at any given point so it's um okay no actually i do have something so um so Baby, Africa, uh, um, so Baby Africa is a rapper out of Inglewood, California, who put out her debut rap project called Big Africa about a month ago. She has a new project dropping on Friday. But Big Africa is, um, I've been stuck on that for about a week. She's a, she, like, she has this, like, really, she has this really deadpan flow that I love, like, or, or, or not, 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 not even a deadpan flow. Like, her voice is just, like, very, just, like, she's just, like, above it all and her Mm -hmm. rhymes are really funny and she rides like crazy california michigan type beats and uh she made a song with saweetie well no she made this she made a song called baby mama coochie and she got Mm -hmm. saweetie on the remix to it and it's my it's one of my favorite things i've heard all year i've i i listened to it probably like at least like twice a day like Mm -hmm. so if i were to recommend one album right now like big africa by baby africa um and my favorite song on there is probably a song called freddy krueger it's a uh, um she talks about freddy krueger and um hog tying an
0: ex-boyfriend it's
2: pretty fire <laughs> it's pretty good it's,
0: i i would say it, it's such a great time for female mcs for finding oh. women in music uh everywhere creative just energy all over the place they're
2: cr- they're crushing all the rap right now bro like absolutely are, like women are like <laughs> like nobody no, nobody is seeing the women in rap right now like between sims and megan and i wish tiara whack would come back man i miss her so much like l- l- between sims and megan and like no these- name and like and I think about like, Rico a lot. Rico nasty. Rico, Nasty's Rico yo. nasty is incredible.
3: Yeah.
2: Her, um, yeah. 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 Nightmare Vacation was super dope. Like, there's like, like I could sit here and list names all day. But like, just like the like, just like considering everything that's been happening with all these people saying all these terrible things about women. Like, like people are really acting like they're not dominating everything right now. Like the Absolutely. Doja Cat, the Doja Cat album came out and that shit goes crazy. Right. Like, Do- Doja's yeah. phenomenal like, man, it's just, uh, it's, it's just such a weird paradox. It's, it's just such a strange paradox, like, being a man in rap, and, like, wanting to put on for women, but, like, listening to people who are, like, very, who very much don't, like, that paradox is just, like, it's something that we all are, like, required to grapple with, like, it just kind of comes with the territory, and, like, if you don't, think about that then you're not a very thoughtful listener. I know that's kind of mm-hmm. I know it's kind of totalitarian but like we got to be thinking I mean, about this shit man it's like fair. we really it's do. The,
0: the contradictions are all over the fucking place and and yeah. you know like living in the best time to find cool rap while everyone's complaining about they're not being cool rap. Like <laughs> so annoying. Yeah man, like just like it's it, just, it, yeah. like
2: there's more music than ever. You know, like, and there's so many places to find it, right. like it, it, it exists. You just don't know about it. And it's, and, and, and like, we can't fully put the onus on people because there's so many different, like it's, it's just like an avalanche of music every week and it's hard to sift through, but yep. if you have the time and you can find people that you trust, right? there's always going to be shit to rock with. Like always, like there's always going to be something for you. You know,
0: when you visit your grandparents, Tell them to listen to Jungle Pussy JP4.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah! Shout out to JP man, she's amazing. The song she did with Rico Love on JP3 is one of my favorite things I've heard in the last five years. Amazing. That shit is yeah, yeah, man. I'm 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 big on Jungle Pussy.
1: <laughs> Who isn't?
0: <laughs> Follow Real James. Notes when you when you get the podcast. Subscribe, like, leave a comment. Uh, you know, without swear words, and then. Uh, you follow him on, with interviews on Audio Mac. Follow him on the social media Cinemasi, two A's I believe. It's I a,
2: um, um, it's one A and actually it's pronounced Cinemasi but it's close enough. Wow. <laughs> but either but no, nah, either but either way, um I appreciate that. Thank you. Like
3: absolutely doing it.
2: Man, yeah, like thank y'all for having me on. This was this is a lot of
0: fun, you know. Yeah, another great project that dropped, and I'm getting some good feedback on it. I just posted my review, uh, Solar Five Self Medicated. Nineteen. Uh, 19- oh, how is that? I fucking love it. I think it's great. Solar's awesome, and he's he has he has he's an incredible producer. He produces under the name On God, and this is very much. Like, he's definitely the dead voice of, like, the, you know, just been through it all, uh, applied to not just the violence of the environment, but, like, the self-medicating we do to get through it. The drinking, the drugs, and, like, the wear and tear. Uh, and it's it's beautiful. Even the short songs have so much in them uh, and so many gems. Uh, but, yeah. It, okay. Appreciated. He was... He gave me a very kind, you know. He was like, "This is exactly what the album means," and I was like, "Every time, oh. I him, I
2: that shit is so validating, man." Um. You know, so we do it for you, know, or, 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 like, it's not we we do it for but it's just, it's just good to know that you're on the right track sometimes. Man.
0: Yeah, you hit the target. You know, you're right. like, ah, that's yeah, yeah, good.
2: yeah. How can that not feel good?
0: Like, it's, it's gotta feel good. So, I appreciate that, K. Diggy. Any. Any TV shows you want to recommend? Any albums you want to recommend?
1: I mean, I've been listening to a Montel, like, I, I think I've been in like a Montel Jordan uh, fix for a little bit. I've been listening to the song, uh, Get It On Tonight. The uh, So he's got a song, I think that came out early 90s, Get It On, On Tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think it's like a genius, brilliant song. And I, I, I'm, I'm it's crazy that it's taken me like 20 years to recognize how brilliant a song it actually is. But that's, that's, that's where I'm at right now. And I did listen to the Kanye, like I did watch the Kanye show uh, last Thursday. So I'm looking forward to that. It's supposed to come out next week, but it's not coming whenever, out. Next week, so. Yeah. Whenever. It con- <laughs> 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 whenever that comes out.
0: I'll pretend to be excited about it if everybody else does.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: Kanye is Kanye's got us, man. Like we're 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 we we're, we're here forever. It's like the Mr. Yeah. Burns shit from the Simpsons. The <laughs> sign up, don't forget, you're here forever. Like people can say they don't care all they want, but motherfuckers were watching that shit.
0: I was, like, we, we I was, were watching that shit. I was thinking about it that it kind of reminds me of Eminem. It kind of reminds me of where like <laughs> it's a fan base of people that can't admit this isn't the way it was <laughs> like, <laughs> and they're still like no no he's gonna come back and it's gonna be just like
2: and, like, and, and it's uh, like sure. they're, they're, they're different people and also um eminem i'm gonna go out on a limb and say he hasn't made a good album in almost 20 years that's true yeah that's like true. like like the last like the last joint i really enjoyed was uh well, the last full album I really enjoyed was The Eminem Show. That was, that was, I, I love that album. But um, other than Shake That with Nate Dogg, I don't give a fuck about anything Eminem's put out. Like, you know, that, that's it, man. Like, I don't care. Like, Relapse did nothing for me. Recovery did nothing for me. None of these new albums did anything for me. Like, I wasn't really even an Eminem fan like that. I just, mm. I like that one album, and that's pretty much it. Like, I didn't have, mm-hmm. I, I didn't have, like, a Slim Shady Marshall Mathers LP phase. Like, I listen to him, of course, but he's really influential and in credit where credit is due, but
0: he's not. He for raised me. a lot of people. That's why yeah. they have that attachment, right? Right. At that right age. Right. And I think that's kind of the Kanye thing of like, you know, he raised a lot of people through per- yeah. years. Absolutely. It's hard to let go of people like that and be like, yeah. they,
2: they ain't hitting like that yo son like that's that's so true like college dropout and late registration and graduation are incredibly important albums to me i've made so many memories to those albums and yeah even even yeezus like i love i like i know a lot of people don't like it i love yeezus i I saw i I saw it live um i saw him when he toured it He, He 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 played new york a Tribe Called Quest opened for him and they did their last big show ever as a group together before Fife passed away. And yeah. like being in the building for that was like, ugh, like, like it, it, it really felt like it was like a spiritual moment. Like that's, you know, like that's like the closest I ever came to being like wow like I feel something like I like just I, I just felt connected to everyone in that room and he did blood on the leaves and like I fucking like I like like when the shit like it was at Madison Square Garden and so when the shit drops in the middle of the song like I almost oh, cried man. I almost cried bro like it was like it was I was like what's happening to me like it was one of my best friends at the time too and like he and I were just like beside ourselves bro it was Okay. Kanye really did some incredible things and he's also done some really awful things and I've kind of checked out from his yep. whole shit because of that but you know like we like we still have what he did for us back then and you know and mm. people can't take that away
0: yep nope Yep. no I'm with you and I guess uh, parting words watch Wellington Paranormal on HBO Max how is that it's promising i watched the first episode it's promising we'll Hmm. see good vibes okay